Hi there. I'm Dr. Paula McDonald, and I welcome you to my podcast, Live Today. It's here that together we'll explore the concept of balance as God designed it to be for us, His children. Balance of the mind, the body, and the spirit. And it's what I've named Theosynthesis. And it's here, waiting for you. Hello, everyone. Well, in our last two shows, we've discussed the topics of connecting to God and connecting to others. And so today, we're going to really dive in on the topic of connecting to yourself. And while this may seem to be an odd topic, since each of us, we know ourselves better than anyone else, right? So there is a reason to my madness. So just hang with me for just a minute. But if we are really going to be able to connect with other people, it's important that we dig into our own unique characteristics. And we must understand what makes us tick, what encourages us, challenges us, or causes stress in our life. And so what I'm not talking about is, quote, self-help. And you can search the internet and find tons of information regarding the topic of self-help. There's nothing wrong with it, of course. But while many of these books and articles contain some very great information, I've already set the stage in our previous podcast regarding the most important aspect of self, and that is that you include God into your life. And as I've explained before regarding the word theosynthesis, with theos meaning God, and synthesis meaning in union with, When God placed this word in my heart many years ago, it has taken me on this part of my journey, which includes writing my last book and, quite frankly, in creating this podcast. So when we choose to leave God out of our lives, we have now created what I've called and lovingly termed a God gap. And so we work to fill during our lifetime everything except for God, if we're running from him, if we're quite honest with ourselves. And so we just find ourselves spinning on that endless hamster wheel, just going and going and going, but still feeling empty. And so it's important to know that your life has meaning and has purpose. If you are a believer in Christ, he tells us that what we do does have meaning and purpose. We are not an accident. You and I are not just randomly here. Ephesians 2.10 says this, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Wow. Did you catch that? For we are his workmanship. Y'all. This statement is huge when you really think about it. We were created and prepared by God beforehand. So your life is not a mistake and you do have a God-ordained purpose. And if you doubt your purpose, my friend, head to his throne right now and lay these thoughts at his feet. God doesn't mess up. He certainly doesn't mess up with his creation and his 
workmanship. And you are part of that workmanship. But in our current world, we're just led to believe that we're supposed to look a certain way. The images we see on TV and in the movies and on magazines and social media. Oh my gosh. We're all thinking we have to have this certain expectation. And it's quite simply unattainable. So when you look at that each of us was designed in a unique and wonderful manner and that God doesn't make a mistake, it's easy then to rest in the fact that you are not a mistake. And those thoughts that are trying to dispel that in your life, they don't come from God. They come from the enemy. So make sure you release them and don't carry them around because they're energy sucking forces that are not serving you. So I pray that you will take a moment to give yourself a break. Accept who you are in Christ and let go of who you are not. Do not buy into the lies that the enemy throws at you. And he's going to do it. He constantly does. So I wanted to share this story with you. Um, When I was 43 years old, I was faced with my first major health setback. I received one of those life-changing phone calls that would seriously rock my world. I heard these words, Paula, you have a massive tumor in your chest and we aren't sure what it is. Well, the next few days, I endured a number of tests to determine what this thing was in my chest. After day three, I was told they believed I had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and they thought the tumor was directly on my thymus gland, which is right in the middle of your chest. They told me I would be undergoing a surgery called a thoracotomy, which is basically an incision between the ribs from front to back. It's gruesome, I know, but this was the reality of the procedure. And I knew this, it was going to be rough because I was a former anatomy and physiology teacher. But you guys, I had no idea how tough this surgery was going to be. Thankfully, I came out of that surgery, but I had to undergo one more extensive spinal cord surgery to remove the rest of the growth that was in my chest because it wasn't a tumor of the thymus gland. It was actually a spinal cord tumor that had been growing all those years. So the reason for sharing this story is to make the point that as I was laying there recovering in the hospital for over a total of a month, I had a lot of time to reflect on myself and on my life. And what happened to me during this time was that I had time to process life and death in a very real manner. Little things no longer mattered as my focus was what was important what was uh, what was living all about and what was dying all about. And so those hours of lying in my hospital bed, only able to look up, provided me with a new perspective on life and on God. And I've often heard people say during a crisis that they could only focus day by day. For me, however, during this experience, it was truly a moment by moment focus for me. Every breath and movement were excruciating. And so laying very still provided the only tiny bit of relief I had during that time. And 
This was the first time in my entire life that I learned what it meant to be still and know that I am God. And having that time to just bask in our Father and to listen to Him and to focus on Him in this manner, it actually became a very sweet and intimate time with God. And so also I learned to truly connect to myself in a deeper way than I ever thought possible. What did I truly desire in my life? What did God want to do with me and with my life? How could the remaining days of my life on this earth matter for the kingdom? So at age 43, this time of self-reflection actually became a life-saving experience. Being able to stop in my tracks, evaluate my life, and reflect on Jesus are experiences I will never regret. God can and will use all kinds of experiences, the good ones and the not-so-good ones, for kingdom growth. But I pray that none of you will wait until you have a life-altering health challenge or life challenge to understand the importance of learning to connect deeply with yourself and to give yourself the grace that each of us has been given by Christ and to take the time to reflect on who you are in Him. You are a perfectly and wonderfully created human who has so much to offer. Never, ever doubt this truth. In fact, go to Him right now and ask Him to remove any barriers that are holding you back. Go to Him and ask Him to remove any barriers that are holding you back from living the abundant life He desires for you. Ask Him to replace your stinking thinking with God-winking thinking. Don't you like that? (laughs) When you can learn to accept who you are in Christ, you guys, you will never again walk in the life-killing belief that you aren't enough. And so my book today is called Live Today, Theosynthesis. And I included that Live Today because all those years ago, when I was laying in that hospital, I really did learn the importance of what that meant, that fully living and seeking God and putting myself not as the focus of, you know, me, 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 but rather How does God see me? And what do I need to do in my life for Him? And so it put me on a path of really living to seek what His God-given purpose for me was and to live each and every day as if it could be your last. So in closing, I pray that God pricked your heart regarding how you see yourself. I hope you will lay down any false beliefs that you have been carrying for a long time and that's been weighing you down. God longs to spend time with you and he so desires to see you walk forward in confidence and in joy. So will you take a moment to reach out to me on my website, 
at drpaulamcdonald.com and just click on the tab that says Connect with Paula. Tell me who you are. Share with me your questions, your thoughts. I would love to hear what's on your mind. And I'd love to feature you on one of my Ask Dr. Paula mini segments that will tag on to the end of these podcasts. So take care of yourself today, my friends. You are so special and you're so loved by the King. Bask in this truth and live today. Thank you for joining me, friends. My prayer for you is that you would seek to live today and every day in balance and in abundant connection with God. So on my Ask Dr. Paula segment, a few weeks ago, I did an entire show on the amazing pineal gland that's located right in the middle of your brain, often referred to as your third eye. Well, this tiny little gland may be small, but it has a mighty purpose in our lives. It controls and produces the mood-enhancing chemicals that we need for mood and good quality sleep. So I received a question about the calcification of this gland, and I'd like to dig into this just a bit deeper. And um, this question was actually tied to the cell phone use aid or help with this calcification? And so the answer is, is yes. Um, And the reason is, is the pineal gland holds a tiny amount of water. And this water actually acts as a conduit to move those important chemicals through it. And so as we age, or if we mistreat our bodies through a poor diet, exposure to toxins, this water can actually calcify and thus reducing the benefits of these much-needed chemicals flowing through this gland. And so we know that a diet laden with preservatives and fats is a definite precursor to calcifying the gland. Heavy medication, exposure to chemicals, and that would include exposure to um, electromagnetic waves that you can get from your phones or your devices, that can affect your pineal gland. Um, exposure to things specifically like fluoride in the water. All of these can add to a calcified pineal gland. And so there are some ways that you can help to detoxify and decalcify this gland naturally. So here's here's my quick little breakdown because we can go way into this. But first of all, you need to drink a lot of good, pure water that does not have fluoride. You need to cut out the preservatives in your foods and go for the food the way God intended, fresh and clean. I have a whole show on that, so make sure and go back and um, listen to that one. You need to cut out the soft drinks, the processed energy drinks, the sugary drinks. You guys, these you don't need them anyway. They're empty calories and they're full of junk, so get them out. Um, the other is go outside and take in some natural sunshine. Go walk barefoot and connect to the ground. So important. Get off any medications as soon as you can. Of course, there are some people that have to take a medication for a lifetime, but it's important that if you're ill and you're on a medication, you want to get that out of your system as soon as you can and let your body uh, process those things out. 
So you can detoxify with hot water and lemon and apple cider vinegar drink every morning. That does help flush out your liver and get things moving. You can also take hot baths with Epsom salts and dead sea salts. This combination is a really powerful detoxifying bath. And it's just wonderful. You feel good when you get out. You can also use the betonite clay on your feet to help pull toxins from your tissues. You guys, there are so many other things you can do. And I've actually written a bonus chapter to my book, Live Today, Theosynthesis. And I would be happy to send you this bonus chapter for free. Just, again, go to my website at drpaulamcdonald.com. Click on Connect with Paula and just tell me, hey, I heard your podcast and I'd love to receive your bonus chapter on the pineal gland. And I'm, I'll be happy to send it to you free of charge. So you guys, thanks for staying with me during this Ask Dr. Paula segment. And until next time, are you fully living today?